most of us, we get stressed. It kind of spikes here. And then we kind of stay here. Maybe a day, maybe a week, maybe over time, it kind of starts to come down. But sometimes that can be decades. Like we hold on to stuff for decades sometimes before we really kind of let go of it. Hey there, my name's Nicole. I'm a registered dietitian with Crohn's disease and welcome back to the IBD Dietitian Podcast. Today, we are going to talk about meditation, mindfulness, and chronic stress and the role all of that plays in having Crohn's disease. Here's the deal. We know that chronic stress is bad. We know that it's unhealthy, that it doesn't feel good, um, and not just stress, but also anxiety and depression. And additionally, all three of these are highly correlated with inflammatory bowel disease. And not only will chronic stress increase inflammatory conditions in the body, but I also recently read a study that it reduces your micronutrient levels. And I don't fully understand the mechanism of action and for sure more studies need to be done on this. But the fact that it has been correlated that stress reduces micronutrient levels, this is huge for our condition because already when you are diagnosed with Crohn's disease and as you have inflammation levels in the body, your level of zinc and iron are already low. And what role that this has is that iron and zinc are both integral to your immune function and your immune function is all screwed up when you have inflammatory bowel disease. But it is also those two micronutrients play a role in wound healing. And so if you are low in those levels, your inflammation won't be able to go down. The ulcers that you may have in your intestines won't be able to heal. Like overall, it's just a bad storm that you just will not heal. If you're dealing with chronic stress, you're dealing with a poor diet and your micronutrients are deficient. So what can you do about it? We cannot decrease stress in our lives. There are certain things where if you were to look at your life in general and say, what stresses me out? You write them down on a piece of paper and you're like, okay, this person's not good for me. You can get rid of them. There are certain things that you can do, but in general, you cannot avoid stress in your life. Stress is going to happen and that's just how it is. No matter what kind of life you live, no matter how much you change your environment, there's going to be stress involved all steps along the way. So what can you do about it? Learn to react to the stress differently. And this is where meditation and mindfulness come into play. And I'm going to play a little clip of Andy Pudicom. Um, he's the creator of the Headspace app, which if you don't have the Headspace app, I do highly recommend that you download and try it out. It has a bunch of different meditation programs that you can pick and choose that personalize to your situation and what you need to work on. He provides a little intro within each meditation session to talk about and guide you to different ways of thinking. When it comes to dealing with stress and dealing with your thoughts and anxiety and depression, you get really, really caught up in negative thought storm and you're really feeding the thoughts that are not helpful. And what Andy teaches is that it's very important to discern what's helpful and what's unhelpful. So again, it's not that thinking is bad. We just need to work out what's productive, what's unproductive, what's helpful what's unhelpful. But while we're caught up in the maelstrom of thought, that's very difficult to do. So we need to find a way to kind of step back a little bit and to see it more clearly, to work out, oh yeah, that thought, that'd be, that'd be useful to engage with. That one, eh, maybe not so much. 
And once you're able to identify and learn which thoughts are not helpful and let them go, you no longer get into that spiral mentality of, you know, oh, you know, my stomach hurts and I ate that thing that I shouldn't have. And that was a really bad idea. And why did I do that? And why am I so stupid? And spirals into you hate yourself because you made a wrong decision that led to a bad event. Whereas once you step back and you look at that thought of my stomach hurts, I shouldn't have eaten that thing. You stop for a minute and you're like, okay, that's right. I shouldn't have eaten that thing. Okay. I'm gonna write that down. So next time I don't eat that thing. And then you move on. You just move on with your day and you don't end up with this whole feeling of you hate yourself. And that is what is the key here. And so what meditation does and where meditation comes into play is it teaches you to do that step back. You sit in your meditation session and you look at your thoughts, you watch them come in and you let them go. And that's it. And all that does is bring awareness to thoughts because you can go an entire day of thinking without even realizing that you've been thinking and your thoughts will really fuel your emotions and you don't even know why or how you got to that emotion and meditation gives you that chance to step back and be like oh okay that thought's going to make me feel this way and it's not helpful so I'm not going to do that. So I've kind of gone from excitement to anticipation to anxiety that I've gone to anger we've gone to sadness it was like moving through the stages of grief at lightning speed, but about a ball of ice cream instead. We, so we need to find a way to, to step back from it. It's not enough to know the ideas, you know. We can read about it, we can talk about it, we can even think about it. It doesn't even come close to actually the experience of stepping out of thought and just resting the mind in a quiet place. So it's not only like letting go of thoughts that will cause you distress or fueling stress, letting go of fueling that stressful thought or that stressful emotion, but also if you struggle with food cravings, this process makes it a lot easier to let go of that craving, that thing that you know you shouldn't have. It makes it so much easier to just be like, okay, I'm craving this thing. It's not going to help me right now. It's not going to make me feel good. I'm going to take a deep breath. And I'm going to let it go. It makes it easier to move on from thoughts that bother you. And that is so important. It makes living so much easier. There are many different tools for meditation. I myself use the Headspace app by Andy Pudicom. I'm not sponsored in any way. I just feel like his programs are the best that I've come across. But you can find free meditations on YouTube, of course. Um, there's different meditation podcasts, all kinds of different resources. Find what works best for you. And again, meditation is only one piece of the puzzle. It's very important you have a daily meditation routine, but additionally, focusing every single night on getting really, really good quality sleep. Make sure you get outside and in nature. This does so much for us, not only mentally, but chemically inside your body. This can make a huge difference and find a way to laugh every single day and let loose just for a little while. Find that inner kid, put on a comedian on YouTube, on Netflix, something, just to find a way to laugh, just to reduce the pressures and the weight of this reality. I hope you really enjoyed this podcast. I hope that it brought some light and information to you. I hope that you decide to start meditating and start to take stress less seriously overall in your life. 
And if you want more content from me, be sure to follow me on Instagram. Nicole Wake RD is my handle. My website is www.wakenutrition.net. And I look forward to speaking with you next time.